Shut up and sit down. What is going on, Dads? And welcome to episode 46 of the Dads of the Dark Show. Recorded on Sunday, May 16th, 2021. We're your hosts, Drew and John, and thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo and that hunky, junky, old fart, 40-something-year-old listeners. Hey, read the copy. You know, John, I, I, we learned <laughs> this evening in our uh, from our Discordians that... Uh, yeah, the average listener base is in their forties ish. You think that's the average? I, um, I mean, there's I'll, a few, there's a bunch of us that are in our forties, but we pulled like eight people. But what is, they were, Drew, what was the first console you remember playing as a kid? NES. NES. Okay, so see that does age you down a little bit because I think the the forty somethings are kind of like the Atari a television crowd. Yeah, I I I remember playing the Atari, but yeah, not. It it was many many cool. years. I mean, NES was already out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's that. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're 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 the hunky forty somethings, and and you're the junky thirty somethings. <laughs> yeah. Zoomers. <laughs> Zoomers. Uh. So what's new, John? How, how you been doing? I've I've had an interesting couple of weeks. A lot of work drama. Um, that I probably shouldn't get into too much on a public podcast, but I'm sure nobody listens to it. Um, but yeah, I've had some difficulties. I'm not sure if I've talked about it, but I've had some difficulties with one of my coworkers over the last few months. And um, yeah, I was looking at some possible ways to work through it. And uh, this past week, uh, he announced that he was leaving the team. Trans- transferring to a different team in the company um, because I don't know he thinks that I'm a menace to society or something but I have a feeling so do you think he left because of you uh, oh absolutely yeah that's awesome <laughs> absolutely. it's too bad you guys aren't in the office where you could at least like walk by each other and you know in the lunchroom yeah well he's not he's not in um, he's he's in another state um, so he wouldn't even if even if we weren't, you know, so even if we were in the office. So you've never but, met this person. No, no, no. How do you uh, despise a person so much that you've never even met? Well, just there's other communication channels, you know, do you guys I mean, video like, chat things that I mean, things that he's typed to me directly, uh, things that he's brought up in like larger meetings that were inappropriate. Um, do you honest, know honestly, this- the way he's treated other people on the team, he hasn't really socially connected with anybody else on the team. Um, oh. So it's going to be weird when he's like leaving. But I think I think he feels like the team isn't uh it's not a friendly team or whatever, but like we could not be more friendly. It's like one of my favorite teams that I've ever worked with. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's just going through a bad time in his life or something, but um, I was pretty ecstatic when it was announced. And so, um, yeah. So do you think they're catfishing you? No. How do you know? What do you mean catfishing? They're not really who they say they are. It's like there's video conferencing, man. Maybe they just have a fill-in. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it's been pretty bad, but uh, things will get better. I'm actually 
Friday is going to be a great day because uh, not only his last day, but uh, a certain blurple piece of hardware that's coming out. Uh, so who cares? I'm really I mean, excited for I, it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't have the same excitement level as many other people for just a, a colored console. You really do need a Switch Lite. You need a second console when your kids are playing Pokemon. Yeah, or I, you're not wrong. I do need one, and I'm waiting for the Pro of some sort. Yeah. And the blurple's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. How are uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I uh I had a birthday party today for my daughter. I mean, it was like five people there in my family, but uh I've been in the pool. I was in the pool all day today. It is a- glorious. Wait, again today? Oh yeah, I got my money's Ooh. worth, John. Wow. We got the uh it's been like low seventies, but we have the heater, so the mm. pool's at like a nice warm eighty five degrees. It's uh it's nice. Your toes all shriveled up and uh not just my toes, John. But listen, <laughs> it's funny because I was hoping my kids would be like exhausted, but they just don't stop. You know? Yeah. It's just it's like it's just to that and age. Well, you you got the pool right at the end of pool season last year. And I did not have the heater hooked up. So yeah, oh, I didn't get ooh, yeah. yeah. And now you've got all the fancy patio and mm. seating and like everything. So yeah, you're gonna you're going to party. But yeah, party. all weekend. You were saying you were in the pool all day yesterday. I was. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Nice. It's, we, in Colorado, we don't really have pools. Well, you um, open up like one month. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I honestly, I was like, oh, I want to go in a pool. But now, like, just the thought of maintaining that pool, like cleaning the pool. and uh, You know what I have? I have a robot vacuum. You literally just throw it in the pool. And it just kind of swims around. It swims around. It it climbs the walls. It does the bottom, sucks up everything. And then you take it out. You take out a little basket and you empty the dirt out. And you, nice. Is, is it in there when you're in the pool too? No, 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 oh. no, no. Nope. I bet nope. your kids love that little. Oh yeah, they though. call them. They call it Wally because it kind of has like the treadmill tires. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know it's it's not terrible. It's not that much work. I enjoy it. I'm a. If you didn't know, I'm kind of like an OCD freak. So. I like keeping it clean. It's just a nice, you know, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that later on in the countdown. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what do you say, Drew? We got right into what we've been playing this week. Yeah. All right, John. What have we been playing? I've been playing a plethora of odd <laughs> games <laughs> i mean what did you just a uh, plethora 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 uh, <laughs> nope anyways this will be a topic this will be a topic i had to, i was looking at my uh, um <laughs> i was looking i was looking at my hours played uh this evening actually and i noticed i don't know how or when but Slay the Spire is at 60 hours, John. I'm so proud of it. it you, you've had so much fun. I did. It's I, a great game. I'll go back. The problem is going back to the. You're going to have to learn the cards. Like you said, you get to the point where you just jamming buttons because you, you, you know. Uh-huh. But yeah. it's, it is, it's a fun game and it's a good run or two. And you, uh, you were at a point where you would play like 10 times in a row. You told me, like, I've died 10 times in a row. I think I'm done. But then you, you win. Yes. And you move up, and then all of a sudden it like resets everything, and now you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm ready yep. for this. 
And it's, but it's, awesome. it, but it's even harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new Pokemon Snap. Still boring. Uh, Metopia Demo. I was blown away by this, Dan. I'll tell you what. This is the new Let's Go Pikachu for my kids. They are all in. You know, specifically because you get to name all the characters, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The Millen is Dark Lord Poopy Pants. Um, <laughs> Goomba is like the mayor of the town. And, of course, my kids and my wife are in the party with us. We have like a rainbow-colored unicorn. It's they love it because I let them just pick everything so they see their faces and stuff and you know they're having an absolute blast. It's uh it's great. I mean five hours on the demo. That's how long I played. It's uh is it's it a, a time demo, demo or is like you just you have to go through like one world or you how do they cap one you? world? Okay. But but it's awesome. And you need to go back and kind of replay some of the the levels too to to make sure you get everything and right. do the different paths within the level. Might as well. Can but, uh, do, do you get the horse yet? We did. We did the. We made it a rainbow unicorn. So what is the um? What does the horse give you? Because uh, I'm sure looking for a reason to play this game again. I played through it on the 3DS, and but the horse is interesting. Like, so what does the horse do? I believe so far the horse does nothing. I think it just follows you. Okay. So, I could okay. be wrong. It might. It might be. It may, you might be right now, but wrong later when the game. We comes got out. the horse late in the demo too, so we didn't have it okay. for very long. All right. Uh, it's just, oh. it's, it's fun. It, okay. My kids love it. I, I have it pre-ordered, ready to go, downloaded already, mm. um, for when it comes out the 21st. I'm kind of excited. And yeah. speaking of that, we'll be talking a little bit more about Metopia in the countdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we're doing good on the teasing here. Ooh. Really. We're but good. John, the game of the decade that I came across. Listen, I've been playing games like Slay the Spire pokemon let's go new pokemon snap i just wanted like a mindless hack and slash type game and i have like eight of these mindless you know two dollars to twelve dollar games on my wish list and so i was like let me go look at my wish list by the way can you not look at your wish list on the switch yeah you can look at your wish list on the switch I feel like I. Where do you I use the wish list on my on, phone? Online? Oh, you do on it my, on the phone? Yeah, like or online. Oh. Yeah. You just go to the. Well, no, you have to go to the eShop, and then you click on your avatar in the top right corner, and then uh-huh. one of the tabs is wish list. Damn it! I didn't I, see. It, it should just. Good to know, John. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. So, anyways, I went through my wish list. I found one on sale. The game of the decade. Oh my God. Ages. Of mages, the last keeper. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, this game's fantastic. Let I, let me let me be blunt. It's not a great game, but it's fun, and it has couch co-op. I'm gonna watch the trailer while you talk. All right. So essentially, there's there's it's mages, it's wizards, wizards, Johns, it's wizards, wizards, wicked wizards. Uh, there's there's four different kinds. There's lightning, fire. Ice and Earth, uh, which I thought was poison because it was green. But then when I tried it, it's definitely Earth. Yeah, poison's usually purple. Well, the lightning was purple. Oh, I see. So light, I played the game. I, I played through the entire game. It's about four to five hour game with the lightning wizard by myself solo. It was challenging. It was a ton of fun. It's very simple where they have a very detailed skill tree. 
where you can lock up the four skills, which are, uh, the, you know, the four buttons. You move with the left joystick, but the right joystick is kind of how you, you shoot and aim. So if mm. you just hold the right joystick right, I'm shooting lightning bolts. Mm. Um, and then you have your mana, and you have to hold the L button to refill your mana bar. So when you're not battling, you hold L. So it's interesting strategy because you can't just hold fire lightning the entire time because eventually you are going to run out of mana, which you have to kind of, you know, tight around the screen and hold L to recharge. Uh, but it's fun. They have like an overworld type little map where you, you know, you move around. There's, you know, you go through the forest and a dungeon and ice and you know, volcano and castles. It's, uh, it's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I, I did go back and I started playing tonight with my, my wife. I said, let's just, play let's try two player and see how it works and uh, i went with the elemental wizard and i will say the green one the earth one that's probably the best wizard to go and use first uh you get to unlock this golem that can follow you around as well as you can unlock a heal spell so there's no healing in the game unless you find food which is very rare and hard to find uh but the game was like i said it was a ton of fun this would be the perfect game if you have maybe like an eight to 10 year old kid that wants to play, or if you want to play with your significant other. Uh, but this is, it's just so fun to easy and, and pick up and it's not long and it's, uh, it's fun. And like I said, it's, it's co-op type game. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's not great, but it's, it's fun. It doesn't look great, Drew. Um, it, it does remind crack, me yeah. of, <laughs> it reminds me of Minecraft dungeons though. Um, especially yeah. when you mentioned getting the golem. Cause I remember when I played with Cedric, um, he loved having the little golem that follows you around. Oh yeah. Um, but the bat the battling looks different. It also kind of reminds me of Nine Parchments, which was a game that I played through before Diablo got ported to the mm-hmm. Switch because it was like I really wanted a Diablo type game, and that kind of scratched the itch for a little bit um, because of the twin the twin the twin stick where you're using yep. the right stick to aim while you're running around. Yes, so. I do like that. It's yeah. it's very easy to it's very easy to play. But I will say the game itself is was hard playing solo. I think if I started with the Earth Wizard, it would have been a lot easier. Um, mm. But the Lightning one was fine. I ended up did beating the game. It was challenging. There was levels I probably died 15 times, 20 times in a row, and I just kept, you know, trying to replay and learn a little bit more every uh, every go. Rages of Mages. Rages of Drew Mages. <laughs> uh, so Ages of Mages, the Last Keeper. Uh, I think it's typically 11.99. Maybe you put it on your wish list. But uh, it was fun, you know, five-hour game. And like I said, I, I think it's worth maybe another playthrough because I'm going to play with a different mage, so it's very different play style. Mm. Mm. Is but your like, wife liking it? She had fun. I mean, she, she, she said it's whatever. She she could care less if we had never probably played it again. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she, she she played. I mean, we had some laughs and stuff. And Like I said, once I found out that mine could heal, it was it was more fun because I'd be like, oh, my God, come to me, come to me, come to me. You know, like, and, you know I'll right. heal you. Uh, so it got to be, it got to be fun, but yeah. Nice. What about you? Um, yeah, I've had a, I've had a, I, I've had a weird kind of gaming month with switch cause I really haven't played anything new until, um, this week, but, uh, Sinar wild hearts. I'm still working on that. I, um, I have wild ranked now all 23 levels, which I mean, literally every hour of the day drew, I think about it and go, wow. That's pretty fucking sweet. Like, cause I just never thought I would get there. Mm. Um, getting a wild rank is almost like playing the level perfectly. Some levels do have a lot of like leeway, 
some levels have just virtually no leeway. But you just have to be dead on. And some of these levels are not designed for pinpoint controls. Um, I uh, can't so, for that. Yeah, so I've done 23 wild ranks. So now I just have two more things I need to do. And that is the um, the arcade mode, which is you have to go through all 23 levels in a row. And if you die in any given level along the way, it just resets your multiplier. So the, the, the multipliers always reset at the end of each of the levels. But if you die during the level, you'll you'll reset your multiplier and it really makes it harder to get to wild rank. So I did have I think I had one. I have to get to one point five million. My high coming into this was one point one million. And then the other night I got like one point three seven million. So my score has improved, um, but it is hard to keep 23 levels in your head. Some levels are always in my head. Like especially the ones that are based on the real songs, but those in between ones that have more of like electronic music, um, it's harder to keep in my head. So, but I'm having fun going through it. It takes me about 45 minutes to do a run, um, and sometimes if I do really badly, I can just stop the run and save myself some time. But um, yeah, I'm gonna continue to work on that. And then I have to do the YOLO mode, which is all 23 levels in a row, and if you die, your game ends. That's really hard. Why? The, why? Why is that even a thing? I know, but the thing is, it's doable, and unless you get really lucky in the arcade mode, if you die in a level, you 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 can survive maybe, but you can't die too many times, otherwise your multiplier will just never get you to 1.5 million. Um, so it's, it's not going to be that much harder um, once I can get the 1.5 million. The good news is, I only need 1.5 million in the YOLO. It doesn't, it, the score doesn't get higher, so... I'll be working on that. In fact, I might try another run tonight. Um, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Drew, I have now played this game through two credits three times. Cheater. Um, I wanted to play the whole trilogy on Xbox Series X. Um, I think it was like, what, a couple months ago when they announced that the um, Survivor Edition was coming out. They basically sold. I still can't believe this deal. The TV show? Uh, no, the Tomb Raider. <laughs> so it's the Tomb Raider Survivor Trilogy, I think they call it. They released all three games in the trilogy, plus all the DLC. And when they released it, this was like a couple months ago, $10. It was, was it 10 or 20 God, I think it was $10. It was like the joke of jokes. And I bought it in like a split second, didn't even think about it. And so I want to play all three games. But like, was it like five or six months ago? I actually 100 percented the Tomb Raider game on the PS4. And um, yeah, so I decided to just 100 percent it on the Xbox now because I just want to play through them in a row. So um, but I actually got through it in hard mode, Drew, 13 and a half hours, 100 percent completion. I was not going to lie. I was pretty proud of that. I, I had a feeling I thought I would lower the difficulty like while I was playing at some point, And I just never did. It wasn't I mean, it wasn't super hard, mm -hmm. but I've played the game. This is my third time through, so I'm I'm better at it. I know where things are. So that probably helps. You know, that that makes me think this is sort of it. This would be a good question for a future episode, but I'm going to throw it out mm. here now. What's your take on like hard mode when it's mm. really just like increasing, you know, enemy health? Yeah. And, and increasing enemies, you know, damage output. You know, look at Diablo, right? When we played Diablo, it was, well, you know, what what defines hard mode? Is it is it just more enemies? Is it just more health? You know, more and enemies, I think that's more a, health. 
you know, I, I don't know. To me, it's it's just you're you're cramming too much shit into a to a little hole. No pun intended. I think it's a I think it's a good question, but I I do I like the way Diablo does it, and it was kind of like how Outriders did it, where the harder it is, the more loot you can get, the better the loot you can get. I so agree. it's it's, it's a like there. yeah, and and it also re- it lets you throttle it up and down. God, this sounds like sex talk, man. Um, it lets you like you can make it more difficult, less difficult based on what loot you want at that given time. Whereas Correct. if I'm playing Tomb Raider and I'm playing on hard mode and I lower it to normal, putting it back on hard mode later doesn't feel like I got through the game in hard mode, you know, because you I just don't like, you know, I, ages of mages There's four difficulties. I did uh-huh. this, you know, normal was like the second the second one. But yeah, like what what's the point of, of that game? to really increase it or any game like that. There's no drops. There's no loot. Oh like, yeah. You're right. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's more like a pride thing. Like I, I can play it through it on hard mode, but you're right. Like only in a game with loot variability does hard mode really kind of feel more fun, but like you're playing slay the spire, right? And you're going through the ascensions and they're getting harder, but it's so you can say I beat ascension 10, I beat ascension 15, but that's it. I mean, I mean, I beat the game in one hour. I wasn't going right. to stop there. You know, I, wanted, right. I was trying to. <laughs> well, I mean, that game's a little different. So I still want to know how and what happens when you destroy the heart. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I put it on hard mode just for something different. Otherwise, I'm playing the exact same game. And um, yeah, and I got through it. So I probably won't play. So I'm going to continue on to Tomb Raider. What do they call the second one? I I swear it's like an anniversary edition or something. Um, but I'm going to continue on to the second one tomorrow. Um, I'm really, ex- I'm really after playing the first one twice in a row to full completion, I am dying to see different content. And I don't think I did the DLC in the second and third game. So I'm really looking forward to like new Tomb Raider stuff now. I'm very excited. Um, the third game I want to talk about is Famicom Detective Club. The missing air. I didn't put in the little tagline there, but the missing air. <laughs> so let me tell you, Drew. Um, this game came out. There's two games. Um, they're both ports of games that came out in 1988 for the original Famicom in Japan. Um, they were never localized, um, so they're just Japanese-only releases. And both of these came out on Friday. I was pretty hyped. Um, the last couple weeks, I started to get hyped about it because I am a huge fan of the Ace Attorney games, and these just have an Ace Attorney feel, and they totally remade these games. These are not just straight ports. These are totally remade. So I was pretty hyped up for it, and very quickly, I was feeling very disappointed. Um, and I, after a couple of hours, I was in the very familiar hate playing mode drew um, where I really didn't like this game, but I am just going to finish it. And um, I finished it today. I put out my 32nd review. So check that out on our channel. I do need to watch that one. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's got problems. Um, And I, I think this is one of those games where people get lazy and say, Hey, do you like the Phoenix Wright games? You'll like this. But that's an insult because the Phoenix Wright games are so much better. And just because I like the Phoenix Wright games, it doesn't mean I want to play an inferior version of it. No, but um, they got you at $35. They did get me for 35 I was assuming I would end up buying the second one and you get a big discount. 
Um, but I'm not going to buy the second one. How do you the, play these games? I mean, you should have just played Ages of Mages. No. Well, hey, you've never played Phoenix Wright, so but but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's right for you, but Phoenix Wright yeah. is such a, a right. great game, yeah. and you don't understand why it does the things it does until you play a game like this one. In Phoenix Wright, you are you know you're um, you're kind of an investigator, you're kind of a detective, and but you're a lawyer, and you have to you have to handle the cases in court. And man, there are the weirdest characters in Phoenix Wright games and the weirdest scenarios happen and just crazy stuff goes on. And it's so much fun. But then when you play this game, like the characters in this game are just regular people. Nobody's funny. There's no humor in the game. Phoenix Wright games are hilarious. There's no humor. Um, The characters are all very straight laced. They just look like normal human beings. Um, and oh my God, it's just all talking, talking, talking. It, you know, it's a game that says detective and a detective is usually somebody who's like searching around, looking for clues and all that. But this game is just dialogue trees. Very little. They let you inspect the environment, but oh my God, very rarely, like less than five times in the whole game. <laughs> is there something in the environment to see? So, um, yeah, it's just all dialogue trees, and I just kept getting stuck where I didn't know how to advance the story, and you just have to go talk to one person, do every single thing you can talk about, and the list gets bigger and bigger as you go. And it's like, let me just go through these that, nine I mean, things in the list. Fun. That does not it's even sound. not it's even like fun. There was a couple times where I got s- stuck, stuck. Like I, I could not figure out what to do. I had this little, uh, little cheat sheet thing on me, and. Like sometimes it was like, oh, you have to try to talk about this particular person three times. Like I was like, well, I talked and it's like, oh, I went to talk to her about, you know, this lawyer guy. And she said she didn't want to talk about it. Well, you got to do that two more times and then she'll talk about it. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like it was just very unintuitive moon logic stuff. Um, The story was decent. Um, but for the most part, the story just advances without you really doing anything. Whereas in a Phoenix Wright game, you like find a clue and then you present that clue and and it moves things along. Whereas this was like, oh, ho hum, you know, I'm just talking to somebody. Oh, the phone rang. Oh, this person just died. So it's just it was it just wasn't good. Um, I finished it up. I wanted to make sure I finished it in case my opinion changed. I did not want to do my 30 second review until I finished it. And yeah, I was pretty much, yeah, I didn't like it. So I kind of killed it. Um, But I, the thing that I find weird is I've seen people give decent reviews of this game online. And honestly, I think it's one of those cases where people are trying to be nice. It's a Nintendo published game. They're not going to try to kill it. You know, these, these, these reviewers don't want to kill Nintendo too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, do not play it. It is not fun wow. at all. It really is not. Don't play it. I will be honest with you. It's not fun. Watch my 30 second Glad review. Hear. Um, and I love the Phoenix Wright games. And and the last thing I'll say about it really is if you have never played a detective game before, maybe you will like it a little bit. But if you have played a Phoenix Wright game before, you will not like it. Because it just doesn't have what Phoenix Wright has. It's it's just a relic of the past. It felt like an 80s game. They they did all new graphics, all new sound. It's all voiced over, but it's in Japanese. Um, but it's the same game. And um, yeah, it was not a good time. So 
So now I need a new Switch game, Drew. I don't know what I'm going to play. Ages off mages. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of breaking open Pokemon Snap. Um, oh, did you you have it? I did. I did buy it. Um, Listen, the game is well polished. It's just boring. I'll tell you what. They don't false advertise anything. It's exactly what they said it was. You take mm. pictures of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't even grab the attention of my seven-year-old and four-year-old, who, mind you, just had a Pokemon birthday party. Like, she's obsessed with Pokemon. And this, she even's like, yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. But it's probably not a big time commitment either to just, like, roll credits or something. So have you rolled credits? Uh, I'm in World 2, John. Okay, so you really haven't played. Okay. (laughs) I think I've played four levels. Yeah, I might just do it. There's nothing coming out this week. I'm not, I don't know what the next game I'm going to play is. I think there's something coming out in June. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Uh, that, I also did, I bought, uh, um, uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, um, the other day. I played those. Did I tell you, I don't think I told you why I bought Crash Bandicoot 4. I probably I needed, came with like an amiibo or something. I needed deodorant. And okay, that's fair. I realized I haven't bought much deodorant in the last year because I don't really leave the house, so I just haven't worn it. And oh, um, John, but I really needed deodorant, and I just didn't feel like going to the store for it. So I wanted to do Amazon one day delivery, and I had to reach like forty dollars to qualify. So I bought Crash Bandicoot with it, <laughs> so I could get deodorant. Wait, why delivered did you to my need house. deodorant that day? I because I hadn't had deodorant in like a week. So two yeah. days was going to make a big difference. <laughs> I mean, come on. I was becoming very aware. Well, no, you I, know what it was? You know, when you have deodorant and you're at the very end of it and you're like you're you're maximally rolled to the top and there's like a little bit of blue gel. And you're like every day you're like, OK, I'll buy deodorant, but let me just I'll just wipe with. Half and then the that day it just pops out. When yes. you twist it, <laughs> falls on the floor. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I might, but I've never played Crash Bandicoot's one, two, or three. So maybe I'll just play Crash Bandicoot one this week. Not that. What? Can you get that on the Switch nowadays? I don't. Follow oh yeah, yeah. They, the, the trilogy is on the Switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I think maybe I played it once at somebody's house that had a PlayStation. I don't know. If I remember I correctly, it was trying to clunky controllers. Well, I haven't played the original, so I don't think I can complain about a remake. Some people don't like the remake, but um, I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe I'll try the first one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. play Sayonara Wild Hearts, though. Um, or Ages of Mages. Or Ages. No, that's not. Hell, I'm going to play that. I already have that Mana Spark game. Oh, so. you didn't play Mana Spark yet. Well, I bought it, yeah, but I don't. Mana Spark is better than Ages of Mages. I'm never going to buy Ages of Mages. It's not That's happening. okay, but play Mana Spark. Yeah. Check anyway. if Ages of Mages is on here. What do you call it? Free Xbox shit. See if it's on there. I got a Series X. It is the most powerful console on the planet. I'm not playing Ages of Mages on it. Bet you look fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the top ten. Number ten. Drew Tomb Raider Definitive Edition has been updated to 60 frames per second on the Xbox. Wait, why wasn't it before? It wasn't before. 
yeah, I think what was it like August of this year? I bought Tomb Raider and it was locked at 30. And I'm telling you, some people don't care about the frame rates, but Listen, it was 60 I, on my PS4 and it was 30 on my Xbox One I, X. I'm going to play Dumb Drew here for a second. All right. Okay. And as you as a, a programmer, even though this is very different, I feel like you can help me out here. How does this happen? How did you, how does a game get published at 30 frames per second, and then all of a sudden we're gonna do a live update push for free, <laughs> and it's just magically gonna double the frame rate to 60? Mm. Like what? How and why? Like it, it it's like filming a movie, right? When you film a movie, you have it in the highest quality possible. Oh it's just, no! Yeah yeah oh yeah, but you're right. capturing images one time. You're not. This no, is this is a digital. This is like a calculated. It. Is it just screen. someone didn't render it, or what? What is well, this? If you build like the okay, so in the beginning of Tomb Raider, there is a cutscene. It's like a you know like a like a, a cinematic cutscene. It's not an in-game scene. It's like like a movie. Yeah. That yep. cutscene did not update its frame rate. It was a little choppy in its frame rate because that's how it was built by the studio. So they, there's no way you could fix that. But the gameplay went from 30 to 60. And um, when I had bought this game on Xbox, I think what the story is when the Xbox one came out, the PS4 was more powerful. And so it could do the game at 60. And then when the Xbox one X came out, they just never improved it like ever. And then when the series X came out, they did not improve it. Then they announced the, the survivor trilogy. And I thought for sure they were going to fix it and they didn't. But a couple weeks ago, Xbox has this thing called FPS boost and um, they did it. So it, 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 there was no involvement from Square Enix, who's the publisher. And that's a, that's a, that's a freaking shame that Square Enix did not put in the minimal effort to boost the frame rate on what is one of the best games I've ever played. So do you um, think Square Enix has to approve this? Oh, Square Enix. So Crystal Dynamics is the developer. I mean, someone needed to go in there, unlock the whatever the frame rate, however they're capping it, and then just do some testing. And, you know, you know from their point of view, it takes some time, takes some effort, may, maybe take some resources they don't have. But this game is worth it. And they never did it. Um, the FPS boost program, I, I looked it up a little bit. Xbox does this. So basically they can up the frame rate of a game that doesn't support that frame rate. And I was thinking like, oh, are they like calculating in between frames? Like, are they using some kind of AI? Because remember, we heard about yeah, this possibly okay. with the Switch Pro. Like there was some like. It was like some AI technology to boost the frame rate because it's basically putting in the it's added 30 frames it's adding. Yeah, in, into no, that. but this this is not what FPS boost is. So apparently the DirectX library, which is what you're building Xbox games on PC games with, um, they can basically bypass the cap that was put into the game. So basically without changing any code, they can say, you know, hey, make this 60 frames a second and they do their own testing and that sort of thing. Um, so they've done this apparently with hundreds of games that on the Series X that came from Xbox One because they probably saw the same thing. They are so good with their backwards compatibility. They're like, but these games aren't updating. And so we need a way to update these games when like some of these companies are defunct or something. Um, and I'm glad they did it because the game was not playable, you know, when I tried to play it last time. 
and this time, oh my God, it looks so much better. Um, so I just had a blast playing through it. I put up some movies you can see, but, um, but like, I think I know this answer for you, but like, does frame rate matter to you? I mean, if, when they put out the switch pro and they talk about this, um, I forget the name of it, but this kind of like AI sort of like frame rate booster thing, does that excite you or it just doesn't matter to you? I mean, I'm not going to say it, that I, it wouldn't excite me, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not game changing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, of course, if someone said, you know, do you want Breath of the Wild 2 in 30 frames or do you want Breath of the Wild 2 in 60 frames? I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pit 60. I'm going to enjoy right. the better graphics, right. but you know, and even if somebody said, all right, well, well, 60 frames for a second is $70. And right. thirty is only sixty. What would you do? Yeah, I I I pay the seventy, right? But um, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna make a big difference to me if I if I play a different frame rate of a game. You know, I ages of mages, ages of mages. It's probably like five to ten frames per second. Mm, looks like it. <laughs> yeah, I I I. I can deal with 30 frames a second in, in many games. Um, I remember like uh, Mario and Rabbids, that sort of thing. Other games, like you notice it. Like when I play The Witcher, I notice that the frame rate is less. Um, but I was able to play with it for a long time. I think it does hurt when you play the game in an expanded frame rate. Um, and then because I think it was 30 frames. I think it was 30 frames per second, even on the other consoles. But there is a mode on the I think it was I think it was on the um, was it the Series X or was it my previous one that actually had it going at 60 frames a second. And once I unlocked that, I was like, oh, man, like then you can't go back. That becomes a big problem. That's why I couldn't play Tomb Raider because I had played it at 30 frames at 60 frames. a second. So let me ask you this. Would you ever pay more money for a higher frame rate game? And what's that? That's yeah. That's weird. I mean, like, so, like, if like the game Breath was, like... Breath of the Wild 2. Let's say Breath of the Wild 2 comes out uh-huh. on a Switch Pro, and, but the, the, you know, maybe it comes out on the Switch 2. Two different games, two different frame rates. Oh, I see. But but one's $80 and one's 60 Like, what, what's the price difference you would pay? That's a weird scenario. I would buy the, I would buy the, the, the better one. But um, how much more are you willing to pay? I, it's just a weird question. It doesn't actually happen. Uh, just, yeah, no, probably I mean, I'm not going to pay $50. That's more. not necessarily true, right? I mean, I have no idea. What's Xbox and PlayStation games? Are they still 60 or are they more? Uh, it depends. It depends. What's but, the most expensive new release game for those systems? It's usually like 70 Okay, so that's a good example. Yeah. Switch, Switch is not, right? Right. Switch's games are 60 That's their top tier games. Right. So in a way, you are paying more for more graphical games. If but if it's a game that you're gonna play hundreds of hours in, like if when Diablo Correct. Four comes out, right? Correct. If Diablo Four comes out and it's seventy dollars on a Series X and it's sixty on a Switch, I'm buying it on my Series X unless it still looks good, just like the the Diablo on the Switch did, and I know I can play it portably. But like I'm I'm kind of already favoring that I would buy it on my Xbox because I'd rather play it in a you know better resolution, better frame rate. What if so, you can't play with me, John? What if it doesn't have crossplay? Oh, Xbox and Nintendo play well <laughs> together. I don't know. I think it's an interesting topic of 
do are people willing to pay more? You know, what if the Switch Pro Pro comes out and it's 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 seventy dollars for their for their games? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I definitely like if a game is on sale on Switch, but you go and buy like well, I I bought um Phoenix Rising on Xbox instead of on Switch, and I think it was cheaper on Switch at the time. Um, so that's a but again, you know, you're gonna sink forty plus hours into yeah, it. Yeah, you know? and so, I. And I saw the side by side and it just looked a lot better on on Series X. And I and I had just bought the Series X, so I wanted to enjoy, uh, you know, a nicer looking game, too. So not fair point. I yeah. sidetracked you toward a bit here. I'm sorry. I know you. you, you yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Oh, finally, 60 orgasmic played through the whole game. Loved it. Next topic. Number nine. We have a new sister podcast. Ah. Little Game sister. Pass news is here. Um, it's kind of Game Pass news. It's kind of old news at this point, Drew. But uh, Nick and Sean started um, a new podcast. The Dad Crossing is going to be kind of just an Animal Crossing news only podcast. All of their extra stuff and fluff is just going to move over to Game Pass news. And yeah, like I, th- I feel partly responsible. You know, the whole Game Pass topic about Game Pass being free. I think. Uh, we're all getting the bug. We're all playing free games on Game Pass. Not free. Not not free, but basically free. Not and, free, but um, good deal. it's been good fun deal. to see. <laughs> Nick and Sean are really kind of taking this into uh, like a let's play, and and they're trying to they're going through all these games that they're playing for free on Game Pass, and um, yeah, it's been fun kind of watching. I think Sean played Outlast too, um, like kind of a horror game playing uh lonely mountains so it's just fun i mean like really i mean game pass and other programs like it um are just fun because you start playing games that you might not have bought and tried before and you find that you have fun playing certain games and if you don't like it it's okay to not play it because you didn't specifically buy that game so you can be like yeah it's not for me i don't feel guilty but like with me you know Famicom Detective Club. I have to finish this $35 game now mm. because I paid for it. Um, so, yeah, that's their new podcast. I think they're on all the podcast apps now. Um, so give them a search and give them a review. It really helps. And it while you're does. there, review us, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Nick and Sean, I want to say congratulations. And uh, it's nice to see it. Hopefully you agree with my assessment of Game Pass is not free. But uh, great deals out there. Now, I wonder if Ages of Mages was free, if it would make my experience a little bit better. <laughs> it would not. Uh, what about <laughs> Famicom Detective Shadow shit, whatever it was called? No, would God. That, would that have been better if it was free? Or would I you have not finished it? I would have not have finished it. I, absolutely. <laughs> I would have not have finished it. We're I, the dads I, that finished, John. We are the dads that finished, and I finished all over the walls. It was... Um, glorious a weird weird thing to say <laughs> number eight john i have a question for you marty married drew ah oh, damn it all right anywho but you are a cheater we know that if you could have any nintendo themed merchandise right think of like an everyday item or something like that that's you don't have this Nintendo theme. This is something you could invent, you could create, you could do whatever you want. What would it be? This one is easy. This is a Nintendo theme thing I have wanted for years and years since I was a little kid. 
Um, we had I don't know if you had um Child World, Child Children's World, Child World. It was a it was a a toy store, and in so it was like a Toys R Us, but it was Child World. We don't in have that, no. Child World, uh, I had to be like in my I can't remember how old I was, but 12, 13, whatever. They had a store within a store, and it was a Nintendo store. Ooh. It was this little roped off area in the store that hold, that sold nothing but Nintendo merchandise. It had its own clerk. It was like a Starbucks in a supermarket. Okay. And But bigger. And oh my god, they had all the games all sealed, and they had tons of merchandise. If I could go back in time, I would go to Child World and buy all the things but the one thing that I really want that I cannot get is a uh, Legend of Zelda tin garbage can. It wasn't a big garbage can. But you know those tin garbage cans you put in your office? Usually, yeah, like, yeah. I got, like, I have a Broncos one. Yeah, yeah. Here, like, see, this is my my trash can here. Okay. The Broncos trash can. Do you want a Zelda one? I want a Zelda one, but it's like a smaller one. Um, it's a smaller one. It's, I mean, it's more of like an office eBay? trash can. They don't pop up much on eBay. The problem is shipping is like a pain. And a lot of times they're used garbage cans. That's okay. So it's, I don't know, not the most attractive thing to get. It's just a weird thing to get your hands on. Um, that's what she said. But yeah, I want the Legend of Zelda. And it has the old Legend of Zelda graphics, like the, you know, the hand-drawn. I'm looking at it right now. It has, it's, it's, it's red almost. Red, yep, yep, I see. Yeah. It's just it's glorious. And I love the old Legend of Zelda art. Um, it's just I just I love like any like like, you know, when you open the manual for the original Legend of Zelda, just that kind of art. Yeah, I just love that style. Three hundred so bucks. I'm giving you anything in the world and you want a, a, a trash can. Is this new? It's see, it's old. It's like rusted inside. You put a bag over it. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I want. I want to go back in time and get a brand new. I'll get like two, two of them, one to use and one to keep huh. clean. How about you? I don't know. I, didn't, I, I don't know if the question was for you, but I mean, I don't know. I want something that I'm looking at or using mm. every day, right? Like really? I want a Nintendo themed car. Like I want to like the outside painted with Goombas on it. I want to get inside and just be decked out. <laughs> Nintendo stuff. I um something I that I'm in every day. You know something that I, I, I want. I find a picture. This there is somebody who lives in my area. Um, to put it in perspective, um, when I was commuting to work, I would I would drive to the the park and ride the train station, and I would see this car often. And it was a I don't know what model car it was. It was black, but it was designed to look like Bullet Bill. Um, and it was my dream to like find out who rode this car. Can I invite them to my gaming group? Like, I just want to tell them how <laughs> awesome it is. And yeah, it's a bullet bill car that's and, um, awesome. they live right near me. And, um, yeah, that's what you need. I'll see if I can find a picture for you. I'll take a bullet bill car. <laughs> so cool. So they do exist. Yes. And if something that already, it does exist. I mm -hmm. am still jealous of your chain chomp lamp. <laughs> uh, that'd be nice that is pretty cool. I never turn it on. Why? I I I don't know. I don't have it. It's like a USB thing. I think I have it plugged in. I I think I can turn it on. Let me see. Hey, it's on. <laughs> there you go.
number seven. Game Builder Garage was announced a few weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, about that. I guess within the last two weeks. Oh, my God, Drew. This looks so freaking cool. It's rally. Is, oh, my gosh. So basically, Game Builder Garage is, it's kind of based on, I think it was one of the Labo VR games. Or the Labo games. So it's um, one of the mini games on yeah, Labo, you're saying? I think both the original Labo releases had had it. Um, but this kind of, it makes it independent. It's not Labo specific, and it expands it like a ton. Um, so cool. It's it's being built as like a game programming studio. Um, you can build all types of games. And for the most part, it's just, um, it's all visual. You're connecting things to things. So the example they had was they connected the control stick left and right to like running. And then when you go left and right, it makes the character run left and right. Um, as these sort of environments are, usually the easier they are to use, the less customization you have. So it remains to be seen, you know, if you're making like your own little platforming game, how much specialization how much customization can you do in your game but i'm like super excited for this these are kind of the kind of things my son is like he's a mario maker freak so he's all super excited for this and this comes out just as summer is coming with the kids Mm. so they're gonna have all day to just kind of build games my son was already looking forward to playing with unity over the summer um, and now he's got game builder garage and the other cool part is the game is only 30 dollars so you can buy a couple copies for sixty. Um, Why so we're gonna you need a couple. Well, my son's gonna play with it a lot, and I'm gonna play with it. So I'm just gonna buy a couple copies, so they're floating so around. I gotta let me let me get this straight. I have to pay Nintendo thirty dollars for a video game. I get this video game, but I can't play any video games yet. I have to then go design and build the video game. Seems oh, like it's... a fucking scam. It's just a game maker. You can basically build games. And the cool part is but when you, you can build play the something. Game. No, you play it. I don't but want when, to build it. I just want to play it. I know. But when you build it, you can then share it with people. So people can share their own, all their stupid little games. So it's going to be so much fun. It'd be like Mario Maker. Then you can go play other people's little games. If I buy cool. this game, can I just not make any and just play their games that you make? Yeah, you can play other people's creations. That's fair. I don't think it, I don't think it'll be the best game you ever play. This but, should be uh, a monthly mayhem. I mean, I think your kids would really benefit, especially like Zoe, from like just learning how to like yeah, program a game. You know, Nintendo is going to handhold them like crazy and then just like see where their creativity goes. And, you know, it's the summer. It's going to be boring and they can't be in the pool every day. Well, that's what you think. No, um, I, right though. I think my daughter would would love this. Maybe yeah. this would be good if she had her own Switch, right, Jen? And it's only thirty bucks. Yeah, you you need to get Blurple. You gotta get Blurple. Um, the Blurple. It releases June eleventh, so it's pretty soon, less than a month now. And um, yeah, no typing. It's just all UI. So um, I'm I'm super excited. I think this is I think this is a great game for dads to get their kids. Um, I'm can't wait. Stoked, man. Thank you, Nintendo. Let's step up the intensity. Now that was a great workout. Number six. Ice Hockey League. That's right, folks. 
Chris HL94 uh, Discordian is hosting a lovely ice hockey league. As you have known, we've talked about it. We've been playing. We're waiting for the big matchup of Drew versus John. Has not yet been pulled out of the hat. Um, um, review part. But how's it going? What's John? What's um? How's it going for you? Uh, good to bad. I, I started off with a big win. Uh, week one, thirty-three to three, whitewashing. Um, now, and and then was immediately humbled. Um, by a pretty thorough beaten down by crazy Greek Dre, crazy. Crazy Greek Dre, crazy Geek Dre, whatever. What was the fuck, score? Fuck, fuck you, crazy. You are going down next Wait, time. What was the score of that game that you lost? I think I lost by five. It was actually really close. We kept the lead, kept changing the whole way, and then like third period, I just couldn't score anymore. My my offense just went to sleep. So I have a question for Chris, if you're listening, with these rules and tiebreakers, right? Because originally they said there's a mercy rule at ten goals. Well. The person who's losing can declare it. Okay, so, but how is that fair as a tiebreaker if you just scored 33 goals and I play somebody that I'm winning 10 nothing after the first, and they oh. say, I want the game to be over? That's a good I, point. I, about I only that. get 10 points now, or 10, yeah. 10 goals, where you got, I could have maybe scored 33 as well. I've already won the tiebreaker. doesn't matter. Well, that, yeah, because it went, <laughs> well, well, it doesn't matter, John, because wait till I, I play you. I'm 2-0. I don't even need a tiebreaker. Oh, my God. You I didn't even play your game this week. Busy. Weather's getting nice. Tips. Busy guy. You know, he's over there making four podcasts a week. You know, I'm swimming in my pool four times a day. We did a, we did a meet up. <laughs> I go to bed at 10. He goes to bed at 2 a.m. God bless him. I don't know how it he means, does it. It means you guys have two. You have two games to play this week. Yes. Um, they should do. be announcing the new matchups, too. I haven't seen it. I had a bye week this week, so I've been mm. kind of itching. Maybe, maybe you'll get maybe you'll get a bye week and then you don't have to worry about it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it only I've, takes ten to fifteen minutes to play a game. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, yeah, they've been fun. Um, I I I'm just itching to play. I I can't wait for this round three to get announced. We should write him right now and just ask what what the announcements. Are. I'm gonna do that while let's while do we that. Uh, yeah. Let's do that and so, um and we'll let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Number five. Drew, I got a question for you. Ooh, okay. What would make you play a game multiple times? Hmm. <laughs> Ages of majors. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Um, yeah, I think when the replayability is is something with a different character, like 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 Ages of Majors, that that is such a strongly different playstyle, right? Uh, Diablo. How many times have we played through Diablo of the same levels? Again, mm-hmm. it's a it's a loot dropping system, right? Where you want to yeah. continue to play to get new new loot, um, something something like that. You know, a lot of people love this battle pass type system. I don't yeah. know. I mean, the problem with oh, you mean like Fortnite or something? Like Fortnite, right? That's why people would say you could replay, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. For me, the Switch or any console has so many games. That type of shit's better for like on my phone. To be honest, like I, I, I want to be playing kind of bigger, longer games, uh, a start to finish game on my console. But um, I think, yeah, I think I think characters uh, look at Slay the Spire, right? Uh, that in a way, two are different characters. Uh, and then I think sports games, an obvious one. Mm-hmm. But I would say loot type system and, um, you know, different 
characters that have different abilities that make the game play differently. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I often don't play games multiple times. Um, there has been, for some reason, this past year, I've played a lot of games again. Um, I played Life is Strange twice. Life is Strange 2 I played twice. Yeah, but those uh, were had, Raider, but you had times. reasons for those, right? I mean, they had different outcomes. Well, and exactly, that's exactly it, right? Like, um, you know, Life is Strange games, have, you have different story elements. So you, even though you don't have to play it multiple times, um, I do for the different outcomes. And I think one of the bigger reasons I'll do a game another time is if I want to try to, like, 100% it or get all the achievements. Sometimes, you know how it is. Like, sometimes you, you play a game through, you beat it, you roll credits, you don't come back to it for a few months, and you're like, ah, I want to get all the achievements in this game but when you haven't played a game in three months it can be a little a little like jarring to jump back into it so i usually like start again but i only do that with games that are not very long shovel knight you know like that sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like if it's you know within a reasonable time frame like dragon quest 11 is a game i will probably never play again you know uh yeah that's like a hundred hours breath of the wild is a game that I have been wanting to play again. I don't know why, because, you know, I got all the shrines. Um, I, you know, I, so there's nothing like find all the shrines. I didn't get all the Kokoro, Kokoro seeds. Kokoro? Kokoro. Korak. Korak seeds. Korak. Um, so if I played it again, I would be full on Korak seed, whatever. And they gave you that special Korak hat that you can use to like find them. Korak. Korak? Yeah. Correct. Um, but I never Correct. get to it because it's like it's going to take me like 70, 80 hours. I didn't do all the side quests. So I'm probably more likely to jump in the game that even though my save file is ancient, probably more likely to just go back in and just start from my save file. Yeah, than I, replay I, it from the beginning. I love that game, but there, there's games that sometimes are too big to be replayed. In a mm-hmm. weird way. I don't see myself ever playing. And again, love Breath of the Wild. Nothing against it. Yeah. I, I I don't see myself ever replaying that game. Yeah. Especially, so like even when Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out, like maybe you just go to a YouTube video and <laughs> review the story. I mean, there's not a I mean, ton the story of story. Pretty. Yeah. I think I will jump back into it, but yeah, it's hard to play it again. Would you ever do the hard mode on Breath of the Wild? No. Kind of makes it a different game, like nope. maybe, yeah. I don't think you play those games necessarily. I mean, some and, and there are certain shrines and things that are challenging, but mm. I mean, I don't play Breath of the Wild to be like a hard game. I'm not looking for Dark Souls. I don't. I'm looking for an enjoyable game that has a little bit. I mean, you die. I'm, you know, I, I don't think they'd ever beat Breath of the Wild without dying. Like no. it's still gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, that does that does. You do remind me, like. It actually is fun. A lot of those little like shrines were actually really fun, and playing those a second time would be fun too. I don't know. I always did yep. say though that if they came out with like a Switch Pro and it played that game more smoothly, because there was there was some frame rate drops going on in Breath of the Wild. Mm. If you could play, if you told me Breath of the Wild played, I think it was just 30 frames, but if it could play at a solid, never breaking 30 frames a second, I would play through it again. But only, yeah, only on a Switch Pro in that situation. That's, I would do that. Yeah. But then, like that, you're playing almost like the game, like a different game. You oh, know, okay. you want to enjoy some of these scenes in a better way. So, um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't restart. Yeah, that. I don't know. I mean, my, the, 
those, those types of games are so hard to replay in my eyes. I, you know, my favorite part of any type of big adventure game, even when we talked about Phoenix Rising a little bit earlier, is is the exploring portion of it, but then finding these like mini jumping puzzles, mini dungeons, mini like, you know, just things like that that you have to do out in the open world. Like I like that part sometimes better than the shrine or better than the dungeon or or better than anything else. It's that little puzzle that you come across and you you get the you get that chest. You know, mm. that that's the stuff I like to play. So you know I, I you don't you don't have that same excitement, I guess, if you've already played it. Right. You're you know discovery is gone. And, and again, if I play Breath of the Wild tomorrow, I'm not gonna remember what I get. But I know that, you know, I don't it's not a big deal. I don't either go collect every, you know, rupee or, or don't do everything over there. Like that, you know, once you do it, it's not, you know, uh, what was the name of the town you have to build? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But, but. I, I, I wouldn't need to. I did the town. I built it all the way up to the mats. Did, did you do the whole town? I did. But you I did wouldn't it? have. I, I actually went back after the game and, and made sure I didn't look up online. Terrytown? Terrytown? Tarry yeah, town. something like that. Yeah. But I, I would never do that again if I played Breath of the Wild again. Yeah, it's almost like you would start up Breath of the Wild, you'd see that first scene on the hill, and you're like, ah, this is awesome. And then, like, yeah. an hour later, you're like, I don't want to play this again. And it's like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Oh, you're going to try to go to Ganon as fast as you can. Yeah, but you know, we would I, get destroyed. Like, we're not we're not speedrunners. No. no. But uh, you know what? You might have convinced me to, like, get back into Breath of the Wild, because I've only done, like, half the side quests. And I now I'm kind of much everything. I'm kind of maybe willing to jump back in. No, I, well, I'm over 100 hours, so I, I, if I remember correctly. I did pretty much everything. Very nice. Did you get all the Korok seeds? No, fuck that. That's the only thing I didn't do. <laughs> Number four. John, we have a big one here. The rumor town. E3's upon us. We got a lot of stuff we need to go through really quick. Um, and we can talk about each one. So, famous internet leaker, whatever you want to call it, Zippo, whatever the hell his name is out there, he predicted some very interesting stuff in 2020. He predicted pretty much every single DLC Smash character. He predicted, or leaked rather, uh, Paper Mario and the Origami King, to the point mm-hmm. of that was the name. He said there's going to be a new Paper Mario game. It's going to be called Origami King. So this guy obviously knows his shit somehow, right? Uh, here's what he has leaked uh, coming to either E3 or 2021 this year. Super Mario Party 2. I mean, I love it. I, I hope it's surreal. I hope it's uh, true. Yeah. What, 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 now, he says it's focused very much on the boards, right? It's going to be very board-driven, right. board-heavy. What's your take here? No? Yay? Nay? I... I, one of the nice things about Super Mario Party on Switch is like, ah, there's one Super Mario Party. Now, here we go with the sequels. Um, I have no interest. I, I've is, never been a huge oh. fan of Super Mario Party, and I'm, you know, I got the first one, but I'm kind of... This is one different. of my favorite franchises ever. Uh, I really, really, really hope they introduce... Fun fact, in Mario Party 2, they mm-hmm. did introduce this, was like a story mode, right, where you have to kind of really create a replayability factor so that's what we need to see in super mario party 2 mm-hmm. sure uh, what 2D, else he does, have, does he have anything better 2d metroid you care about that <laughs> That would be cool oh yeah no i'd play through that i'm a metroid guy 
Yeah. Nothing against Samus or anything like that. She's hot. I would, yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't like the whole explore a dungeon and go bat type. You mean Metroidvania? Sure, if you want to call it that. If that's what they're <laughs> calling it nowadays on the web. I still can't play any of the 3D games. They make me ill. And I want nothing more than to play Metroid Prime. And I just can't. For some reason, it makes me nauseous. Mm. And even thinking about the visors makes me nauseous. You know, But I love the 2D games. It's funny because I've made it so far in my life as a Nintendo fanboy playing tons of games, even before kids, where I had more time of never playing an Animal Crossing game, never playing a Pokemon game, never playing a Metroid game. And, and, and now it's like, just in the last few years, playing Animal Crossing, I'm hooked in Pokemon. Like, am I going to just get suckered into the Netspeed Nintendo thing? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Is Metroid Prime 4 going to come out? And I'm like, I have to play it. So I'm gonna te- like, I, before, I was just like, three. <laughs> yeah, but before I was just like, yeah, I, don't, I can skip it. But now it's like, I'm not skipping these games. Yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong. This looks pretty cool. A right? new, like, Donk, like, like something other than Tropical. I love the Donkey Kong series. I love the collectathon aspect mm. of it. Um, I, um, I still have some stuff I need to do on Tropical Freeze on Switch. I did, I did play that one. I got all the collectibles, but I haven't done the time that there's like time, <coughs> excuse me, time trial stuff. Um, um so you can 200% the game. Now I'm there's also rumors this to be like a 3D ish, two, two and a half D ish. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind they're already kind of two and a half D. Yeah. Um, that's fair. I would, I would kill for another Donkey Kong country game. Bring it on. Now, Fire Emblem, John. Yes. Anything. You don't care. What about the re- old remake? You don't want that. This is the only rumor I did hear about that, because um, the, the previous, the Fire Emblem Three Houses game was not made by Intelligence Systems, which is usually who makes Fire Emblem. And um, um, it was made by Koimi, Koimi Tecmo, um, okay. Ninja Gaiden people. So, um, but Fire Emblem, there's a game coming from Intelligence Systems, Fire Emblem, and this has me aroused because Intelligence Systems is 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 the Fire Emblem I love, and Intelligence Systems is one of my favorite developers, top five. Um, so if they're announcing a Fire Emblem game that's coming out soon, oh yeah, I'm now, all. Now forgive my ignorance, but was Three Houses like a full blown Fire Emblem game, or was it definitely more like yeah. a story driven game? Um, it was like it was a combination of the two. There was definitely there was a lot of story elements. There was um, like a 3D environment and interactions. But it's a little different. And than then the there traditional. was traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, most of the traditional ones, there's like levels. So there might be like 20 levels in the game. You do have some relationships you build between levels, but it's more of like, you know, get these two people together. Chat, chat, chat. But it's not like a, you're not running around in a school or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just more efficient. And in fact, if I ever want to replay a Fire Emblem game, you know, like Awakening from 3DS and some of those games, they're just more replayable because they're more efficient. Whereas I did play through Three Houses three and a half times, but it got a little more painful every time because you had to go run around and make your do all your story stuff. And it was like, let's just do the battles and get this over with. Um, so yeah, I'm super stoked if we're getting a, a fire oh. a fire emblem game on the Switch. Oh, very I'll tell you what, I hope it happens for you, John. Again, this is something I will not be picking up. Yeah, and neither will Dan. Neither oh, will Dan. He's not a fan. No, not a fan. Okay. Um, here's an interesting one. More ninety nine 
type games. Uh, you know, we got Pac-Man recently. We mm-hmm. had Mario 35, Tetris. What, what's your thoughts on this? And let me ask you this, rather. What is one that you would want? And then what is one, what would be your prediction of the Nets 99 game? I don't really need one right now. I feel like this prediction is, this prediction is off. We just got Pac-Man 99. Um, we have, we still have Tetris 99, Super Mario 35. There's still some people upset. I don't know why that it's gone. I mean, come on. Like, were we still playing that? Mm. Um, that game just took too long. But yeah, no, this feels too soon for a 99 game. Now, maybe come September when like, that will be like, what, the third year of the Nintendo Switch Online? Maybe they'll want they'll, they always try to do something new and exciting so that people who have annual renewals set up will renew. Yep. But yeah, I, I won't be for a while. And that's not too far away. I mean, five months or so, four yeah. months. You know what game I'd like to see in a 99 format? Um, like Donkey Kong 99. Oh, and I'm thinking the original. I'm thinking of like an in like an infinite like where you have 99 oh, Mario's running boring. up the girders and oh, going okay. to the barrels and like the person who can get the highest, you know, um, that would be kind of like something fun. Something that like game, that. I, I don't, it doesn't hold my attention. It's just, it's so repetitive. I, I don't know. I did. I did like the moves. Pac-Man one, but you're right. I don't play it every day. No, yeah. I, I would love some type of punch out one. I think punch that, out 99. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I, but here's what I think. I think the Nets 99 game that we see, John, is Sonic. Ew, no. I, I, I'm telling you. Ugh, I think no. so. I'm telling Nintendo's you. Nintendo's not going to promote a whole bunch of Sonic. That's just not happening. They could. Why Pac-Man? Uh, I have no hmm. relationship to Pac-Man. I don't know. What else? What else are we hearing here? Detective Pikachu 2. Didn't we know that already? I think we knew uh, that already. I don't think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure we knew that there was a... They talked about doing another Detective Pikachu game for Switch, and I remember people asking, what about the 3DS one? Are they going to remaster the 3DS one? Because a lot of people didn't play that one. Um, so I think we kind of knew this was going to happen at some point. Um, and I, I wonder if played gonna... the first one. I did. It was awful. Um, really? I played through the whole thing. It's really bad uh it's got some funny moments um but it's um yeah it it, it wasn't great um huh. yeah interesting twilight princess and wind waker hd remakes possibly even packed together in the same cart how many times can they continue to make these games i know i love i love wind waker Me hd too. i'd probably find a reason to play it again Me but too. i really don't i don't need it on Switch. i don't need I'm, it I, hopefully I, they come, but it, and I'm not going to be super excited. The only thing that I can always drives me, in, and I love Winged Waker, probably top two Zelda of all time, is the stupid one of the early ones when you have to go to like the prison place and all the the stupid lights and you have to avoid them. Oh, yeah. That's so many a, games do that. They love that. And then you get caught and then they just let you go. Well, sometimes you get sent to so you sent to the prison in that one. They have to go all the yeah, way back then up. You just keep getting out. Like yeah, maybe but... kill Link. Maybe just slit his throat. Game over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Breath of the Wild two will not be in twenty twenty one. I mean, I don't know if this is a bold. This is like something someone could just guess. 
Yeah, that's. I that's, don't think. Okay. I don't think we know. I think we're gonna see Breath of the Wild too. Still, I think we may still see it this holiday. I know we have Pokemon lined up, but I f- still think we're gonna see it um, early December. Yep. Uh, and the last one here is. They say Mario Kart 9 will be this holiday. There's been a lot of speculation with that recently. Uh, he does say it's not necessarily just Mario Kart. It's just they're they're working on some type of kart game. Uh, obviously, you would assume Mario Kart, but it could be Nintendo Kart. It could be Diddy Kong Racing. It could be something. Uh I, be, I, it has to yeah. be Mario Kart. I think it could be an expansion it. to that Mario Kart tour live. Um, the one, the AR one. Well, maybe? according to him, they say it's not part of the live. It's not okay. part of the Universal Studios expansion of the attraction. It is a Switch game. Yeah, I think Mario Kart Eight is such a perfection of the series. I don't have like an appetite for nine, but what I would love to see from a new Mario Kart game is really kind of a change in mechanics. Um. I don't know what it is, but I'd like to see a different graphical style. I think it's just time to, you know, it's just like with Smash Ultimate. You you reach the pinnacle of what the game is. You can't just put out another game that looks like Smash Ultimate. You need to do something much more different. Totally new, you know, play dynamics. And I think that that's what Mario Kart needs. It's just such a perfection of the formula. Um, let's do something different now. But so, I, I think it's so easy if they really wanted to to introduce a Nintendo card at this point. We saw Link. We saw Animal Crossing. Right. Right. It opens up. I mean, I love Mario and the world of, of Mario and Mushroom Kingdom. But, you know, how many times can you see the same levels? Right. Exactly. Right? You know, how many other Mushroom Kingdom levels can they make? How about a Mario Kart that looks like some of these realistic dirt racers we've seen on other platforms oh, like MotorStorm or dirt you know or something and just make it a, like a much more rugged realistic looking mario kart that'd be cool Ugh. yeah so uh we'll have to see hopefully e3 brings up some good news but at the end of the day john at the end of the day i have mario golf coming to me <laughs> doesn't matter number three woohoo we're free john we made it COVID restrictions are being lifted. The world is becoming a better place. I guess you may want to say, depends who you ask. <laughs> but what uh, if you had exactly. any personal experiences yet with this new guidelines? Is it official? Is it official Tuesday? What, what, what's the actual? No, it's official. Feel? Well, the CDC said, you know, these are guidelines, but the CDC is not like a law or anything like that. Well, so it's correct. really up to the states. Um, yeah. Well, I, it was a last week. We had some family over and we just we didn't wear masks. That was the first time we had done that in over a year. So that was cool uh, yeah. it was before the CDC announcement. But we were all vaccinated. So it's like, you know, we're cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was really nice to see. Um, I still kind of plan on wearing a mask to certain stores for a couple reasons. Um, one, I kind of think this is going to be a backwards policy because I think the people who are the most mask conscious are the people who got vaccinated yep. and they're probably going to keep wearing masks for a while longer. And the people who really don't like the masks, who are kind of like maybe anti-vaxxers or whatever, are going to say, oh, well, I'm not going to wear my mask now. So it's going to be like this opposite thing where people not wearing the masks might possibly be more likely not vaccinated, <laughs> ironically. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But um, I really enjoyed a year where I just didn't get sick. I mean, the sickest I was all year was my second vaccine shot. And it was great. It was like, huh. So, like, when I go to Target, you know, or King Su, you know, supermarket or whatever, I'll probably wear my mask for quite a bit longer. Just just in those environments. I'm yeah, not going to wear I, my mask with family or whatever. And I still might get sick, but... I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to try to try the mask thing from now on, especially when I go into very public places. And uh, yeah, it was it's, it is. it's weird. We um, first experienced Saturday. I was running around like crazy. We had uh, T-ball and softball and I had an outdoor birthday party at a playground for my daughter. Um, I didn't wear a mask. It was uh, it was weird, but it was nice. I mean, it was I mean, we we're all outside. We still socially distanced. Uh, but, you know, yeah, standing outside, being able to watch my daughter play softball and not having to wear a mask and not, you know, it it was nice. Mm-hmm. It fresh air it was beautiful. You know, 75 degrees out. It was it was it was nice. Um, yeah. Did you find yeah. that a lot of a lot of other people like that maybe wore masks before, like stopped or obviously there's still some people that are wearing yeah, masks. Yeah, of course, there's still some people, um, you know, and, and my wife's the coach of the team. So, like, yeah, she wore one because she was around all the kids and made the parents feel comfortable and stuff. And, you know. Right. It's funny. It's just something just like you put your phone in one pocket, you put your wallet in the other pocket, you know, the bad pocket. I have a mask in it, you know, and and if I went to the concession stand to buy a Gatorade, I put the mask on. If you go into the bathroom, I put the mask on. It's just a different atmosphere, different lifestyle. And um, it's just nice not having to do it and maybe starting to go out more. Like you said, last summer, we didn't go anywhere, but maybe now I'll go to the zoo. You know, you know right. what I'm saying? Like some 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 outdoor more activities, which uh, I'm excited for. You know, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a little a little adjustment period. It probably won't last that long. Um, but you know, it's 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 exciting and and like yeah, we actually can make plans. Correct. Like, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to Disneyland or not. I think yep. Disney World said you don't have to wear masks outdoors. But you still have to wear them like in the dark rides and stuff, which will be weird. It'll be a lot of well, taking masks on and off. No, you have um, to wear them for every ride. So as soon as you walk into a line queue, you have to put it on, put it until, on. You, okay. until you leave. So at every restaurant, every shop, you still have to wear them. So it's like, OK, so still, you're still wearing it. Probably when you're walking around. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So it's not brutal. You know, you have an ice cream cone or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I look forward to having some. But yeah, finally. Sweet. Woo. Right direction. Number two. Monthly mayhem. John, we are back. Uh you're you still need a break, so I, I took over for you. Um, because you did a fabulous job last month. But we are moving forward this month, and we're already live. May 9th it kicked off with a demo for Me Topia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're running this one all the way through June nineteenth. Simple guys, medals collect metals i like the simple ones it's so easy and you can go to the metal screen and it says you have zero of blank metals and i think it's like 270 something metals it's ridiculous uh i played the demo and i, ha- I thought i did great i had like 10 and then uh chris said his son had like 27 from the demo and i said i don't even know how that's possible i feel like i did everything i could uh so yeah it's just it's simple it's fun it's it's uh hoping people are gonna pick up this game because i personally never played it before and i and played the demo and it's great 
The beauty about this monthly mayhem, John, is even if you don't plan on buying this game, go play the demo, get 10 medals, and you have a chance of win. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, you might not win the 15, but you have a chance of winning the $10. Right. And maybe you'll want to play the game. Yep. So that runs to June 19th. And then, guys, I'm going to do something that we've never done before. I'm going to already tease and tell you what's happening after June 19th. I'm planning out your entire summer of monthly <laughs> mayhem right now. So, again, May 9th to June 19th, Metopia. Give us a week, tally up the totals, announce the winners. Then, June 25th, as we all know, Mario Golf comes out. What we're doing this year, though, is we're having a Mario Golf League. So this is not a monthly mayhem. This is a Mario Golf lead. Uh, it comes out June 25th. Um, we're going to wait like a week or so, so we all can start picking up the game, see how we like it. I can understand a little bit about the rules. During that first week or two, you're going to tell me or John that you were either going to be in the golf league if you want to play. It's that simple. So, yep, I'm in. I'm uh, in. And what we're going to do is I'm going to try to make the lead so we don't have to plan on your playing somebody every week. It's going to be more like a, a a weekly tournament. You have to submit your score for this course uh, in these playing conditions with these pins, these tees, this weather, whatever we can adjust. We'll have to, you know, we'll figure that out. Uh, and that's going to last, guys, about two months, about eight weeks. We're going to do that. Uh, so it'll be about eight different weeks, eight different challenges. There's going to be some weeks where maybe we do some fun stuff, like we did get some speed rush in there. And uh, it's just going to be curveball thrown after curveball. Uh, Marty doesn't know this yet, but since we're doing two months, it means we'd have to raise the pot. Uh, so the golf league will be taking all the monthly mayhem money. Maybe I can squeeze a little bit of extra dime or two out of Marty, and we'll see. But my goal is to pay out like the top three winners, or maybe top two, and maybe we'll do a random drawing for for you know again just a random person like we always do, and whatever however much money we can get, we'll split it you know evenly like you know something like thirty five to first or ten and then five. Uh, we'll figure it out. But that's what the plans are. So that's going to run pretty much all the way through August. And um, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Golfing through the summer. Golfing through the summer. I like it. I'm going to skip Metopia because I played through it all on 3DS. But I'm gearing up for Mario Golf. I'm coming oh, for you, Drew. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So... <laughs> And number one, lawn mowing. Drew, it is the season for mowing the lawn, and I'm not talking about the grass. I have been waiting two weeks to hear about (laughs) your hair and how it's going. I mean, I just gotta say, it's intimidated your first time. Oh my god, yeah. It's uh, no pun intended. It's a hairy situation, as one may say. (laughs) But I gotta, I mean, I, I'm, I'm when you sent me the picture two days later that you bought this sucker. Mm Mm-hmm. First of all, did you doubt me? Never. What was Michelle's first words? Oh, she does not know. What? What? She does not know. She didn't know you got it. I no, I didn't get it. I didn't. I, I, I didn't like just in case there was an accident or something like that. Oh yeah. I you know it's like yeah like so we'll just we'll just try this on our own without letting anyone know. And like since then it's like how do you broach it? Do you just like Would pull your notice? pants down and go like what do you think? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know how to broach it. So it's just sort of there. And, you know, maybe she'll discover it someday. But, um, yeah, it was really scary. Um, it, I mean, the lawn it looks like um, like an electric razor. Um, yeah. But, like, they have this picture of you have to you have to cut so that the guard is between the razor and your balls. And if you do it the other way, um, it, it, you like, it could be a bad situation. So I, and it was, it's, it was Wait a kind minute. of worse. I don't know about this. Maybe I'm confused here. There, there is like an over, there's an, he's showing to, me visually guys, just so you know, I know it's hard to explain, but there's a picture on it where you just have to make sure you're going in a certain pathway so that the guard is always between it's always it's, is against your balls. Yeah, because if you go the other way, you could end up in a situation where I know you balls are on the other side of the, the border wall, you know. So um, I was really nervous about it. I understood the concept, but it was like, you know, it's sensitive or whatever. And yeah, I probably cut a little too close. Um, but, uh, you know, at the time there was a lot of forest to cut down. So uh, must, have, must have been making, you know, mowing easy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll put it this way. When I, I when I was done, um, I went upstairs to like relax. It was like Netflix time, and it was like that uncomfortable razor burn. It wasn't like razor burn because it wasn't like I cut yeah. like that, but like it was short and stubbly, and I was like I was itchy. Did not you powder? I did not powder. I don't have powder. You got a powder? Got a it, powder. It got better. Like then, by the next day, I was okay. So Listen, I, I was, I was cool. I powder uh, every day. You powder every day? Yeah, because when it's hot and you get sweaty, the powder lasts, so it makes it smooth. It doesn't. Yeah. You don't want your balls. You don't want your balls sticking into the side of your leg. Well, you sure. Powder. I don't powder know. it. East Coast powder is. Lasts, it's yeah, not. You don't it's want not over here. You don't want chaffage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gold bond powder. That's magic down there. I've done gold bond, especially when I go to like when I go to Disney, the gold bond comes with me. Yeah, that's right. You get the little the little travel size too. You can put it in your backpack. Yeah, especially because oh. you go to the bathroom during the day and yeah, man, just it's, load that up. They don't have but, any bidets at Disney. But baby powder, baby powder. You have to order yourself a, a bottle. I'll what try. That's it get messy though. I'll send it to you, but she'll like, "What's this? Why Drew send you baby powder? Is there baby powder?" Uh, but no, it's a good it's a good experience. It's like it's like a new me, right? You can be a little more uh, kempt down there, and the the old method of using scissors, um, it's not uh, was never very comfortable. But uh, magic. Usually, usually you use the scissors because so, things have gotten out of hand too. So the, hopefully the it won't. Big be that question way. is: Will you be cutting the grass again? Oh, absolutely. I, it wasn't like you would no, you know, that's a poor question. It's not like you tried it and it wasn't for you or didn't work oh, out. Yeah. Sell a used version, like sell it used <laughs> to somebody else. Um Yeah, no, I it's it was uh that was a pleasant experience. And now I have three electric razors for different parts of my body. I was wondering, like, is this something that you let your wife use? Like Um, uh, I don't believe she's used it, but it's available to anybody needing it. Okay. Especially like if you'd like to like do it for her? Ah, I'm not into that. Okay. <laughs> now, w- would it be? Would you be disgusted if I if this was used on your face too as well? Yes. It, 
Really? Why? You have rinse it out and stuff. I mean, yeah, not really, I guess. But it, it'd be, I, I already have like clippers for my head and I have uh, buzzers for my face. And now I've got but this, this is well made. Admit this is a nice product. It is right. They, they say because it's not it's like um, plastic. Yeah. Or something yeah, like correct. that. There's no yeah. metal. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And which which is weird because it's like buzzing back and forth. And it's like, well, I don't care if it's plastic or metal. It still sounds like it would hurt if I <laughs> went the wrong way. Correct. Uh, have you ever had an injury with uh, a lawnmower? Not the lawnmower. No. Okay. No like, have you ever had a close call and then was like, oh, okay, that didn't, nothing happened there? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think I, when I, I think at one time I tried, because they say you physically can't cut yourself. Right? Really? Oh, God. That's what they advertise. I believe it on my arm. I tried, like, just pushing it down. Yeah. And nothing happens. I don't get it. That's something you would never try. With, like, a real... (laughs) With, with, like, I would never, like... Ah, Not even, like, on your arm, right? Like, you know, just, like, push it against your balls to see what happens. Well, I mean, I did just, like, push it as hard as I could. I I, I gently pushed it a little harder, and then nothing's happening. Oh, man. No, it's a it's a cool little thing. I mean, it was I mean, what was it like 70 bucks or something? I mean, it's not it's not super cheap or anything. No, but, it's not. but you know, I think it's um, I think I think. Yeah, I think the they really advertise the groin hair. I, I, it's a weird expression to see on the box for mm. groin hair. I don't know. It's like but they like the commercials are always talking about your balls, your balls. Um, no, it's a, it's a good, I think it's a good experience. I think you have to be careful not to cut it. Cause it, it's not like they have multiple guards. Um, no, but so you can it, adjust it. Can you, oh, you can adjust it. You can okay. push it up or down. It has like two or three. Okay. So it's not twice. different guards, but you can adjust that one guard. Yep. Okay. It's, got it. It goes Probably up and down. Um, yeah. Cause I was going to say, just like hold it further away, but no, I like that better. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, like I think it. I went a little too short. I, I, think I like I, it short. I had teenager balls. Oh, I like it for, short. Yeah. I go um, bald sometimes. <laughs> you start with you can, that. Then with the lawnmower? Well, no, you oh, straight you razor right after. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that in the past, but... That gets itchy, though. And it's, it's hard to use a straight razor down there. It's, you're going to get patchy, and I don't know. It's <laughs> you need a new razor, then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I would go there because then, yeah, then you will get itchy. But I guess, you know, the baby powder, the, the Drew baby, baby powder. powder that every day. So yep, throw that right on immediately after. Done. Yeah. So I'd love to know if anybody listening is going to try the lawnmower that didn't before. Let us know. Yeah. And powder. And 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 the Drew powder. Yes. Yes. Um, let us know. You might you might like it. And for the hairier guys, um, you know, you have to kind of adjust to other body hair. It could get a little weird looking. So I think that's also a bit of a challenge, too. I'm an Italian. Yeah. Have, yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, you've got some body hair and you don't want to, like, have it at different lengths to be like a weird looking gorilla. That's always been the, the, the tricky part. Right. Where's the cutoff from? Like, you know, like the little happy trail below your belly button. Yeah. Like, when do you cut that? Like, what what's the cutoff between that and down there? <laughs> I, I have you know this mental I mean? image where you just use a straight razor down there and there's just <laughs> this line. <laughs> It just doesn't sound like it would be very attractive. I mean, like, if you want your wife to just laugh at you before. So then, yeah, you're wearing, like, a bathing suit one day, you know, falls down a little bit. You just see, like, the the happy trail end. (laughs) It's just this square around your groin and, like, and then, like, the hair continues down your legs and it would be a really great look. Uh, All right. Well, John, I'm glad you had an amazing experience with the lawnmower. Yes, Uh, thank you. 
I'm going to have to do some manscaping myself. Maybe this week. It's time for it. <laughs> How long do you go between? I like to do it the same time I get a haircut. I find that works <laughs> okay. out well. All right. How often do you get a haircut? Once a month. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, if you're doing it more than that down there, I feel like you got an issue going on. It shouldn't be growing that fast. Yeah, I just buzz my hair every like week and a half, so I don't. I can't time it to a haircut, but um, mm. I yeah, I'm curious to see. It. I hasn't hit. It hasn't hit yet, so um, yeah, I'm curious to see when it's like time to go down again. That's. <laughs> Uh, well, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Oh, that's that it. That's all, all right. I got. What did you got? What do we got coming up the next few weeks? Uh, ooh, we've got a good little uh, batch of games coming. I've been waiting for this. Um, this this next couple of weeks. Um, we got a whole bunch coming. Um, May nineteenth. That would be uh, what Tuesday? Uh, May nineteenth. That's a weird date, right? Wednesday. That's a Wednesday. Aerial Knights Never Yield. This was Isn't the game that, that we skateboarding game. That's the yeah, it's like the runner. It's like Sayonara. Yeah, uh, no, come on, stop, man. Sayonara yes, is top of the class. Oh, this okay. was not. I played the demo. I didn't really like this, but um, I might give it a shot. We'll see. I'll probably put it on my wish list and play it at some point. Um, but Aerial Knights Never Yield that comes out on Wednesday. Knockout City this Friday. This is Friday's that a big day. Free to play. I think that's free to play. Is that Battle Pass shit too? Probably, yeah. It's oh, gonna be all of that jazz. Stupid. So. But it looks like it could be fun. I'm not going to play it because this is one of those games you you kind of play for a couple hundred hours. I'm I'm not into that. Yeah. Um, but that's coming out. Metopia, our monthly mayhem game, mm-hmm. comes out Friday. And the Blurple Switch Lite. I, they have not order? started pre-orders. No, they haven't done pre-orders for this yet Weird. that I know of. Um, but I really want it. This is going to become my new Switch Lite main. Um, and I've played my Switch Lite a lot lately. So, um then Shin Megami Tensei 3, finally. I know some people that have been waiting for this since the Switch came out. I don't even know what this is. Um, I'm brutal it. It's the uh, it's basically the game that Persona came off of. Um, uh, so that comes out May 24th. Man Eater. This is a game I really wanted to come to Switch, and now that it's coming to Switch, I'm not really excited about it because I think I'd rather play it on my Xbox. Um, but that's the game where you're the shark and you have to eat the peoples. That sounds fantastic. I think that's kind of a you game, really, Drew. <laughs> so take a look at that one, May 25th. And then World's End Club. I saw a few people, Tim and uh, Jesse especially, um, played the demo and actually really enjoyed it. Sure, tough is, to see this game. Yeah, I, I might be into this one. We'll see what I'm doing. But um, um, yeah, it was funny because usually like I don't really enjoy demos anymore. I, they start them in the middle of the game. I like the beginning of the game experience. Um, so I'm going to wait. I'll probably buy this when it comes out. Um, but yeah, it's coming out May 28th. So maybe I'll, I'll play it day one. We'll see. Probably. So there's a lot, lot coming, lot coming. Good. Well, John, as always, this has been a pleasure, a fun episode. Um, but that's all I got from me. So you have a lovely evening and everyone. Thank you for listening. Good night, dads. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. 
ask us a question, and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams.